Hi, and welcome to Origin Gate, Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and today I am going to continue on with the subject of memorials. Yes, I believe Yahweh is definitely about memorials, right? So let's look at the law of first mention, a memorial. Exodus chapter 3, verse 15, And God said, Moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. And he continues on in verse 16, Go and gather the elders of Israel, gather them together, and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. And behold, I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt and unto the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And they shall hearken to thy voice and thou shalt come and thou and the elders of Israel unto the king of Egypt. And ye shall say unto him, the Lord God of the Hebrews hath met with us, and now let us go. We beseech thee three days' journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. So this is the first mention of the word memorial in Exodus 3, verse 15. And let's look at that in the Hebrew translation. Zeker, Zeker, yeah, Zeker, Zeker. That's Zain, Kof Resh, Zain Kof Resh, a recollection, a commemoration, a memorial, a memory, a remembrance. I love this one, a scent, like you smell, a remembrance, a memorial, a scent. All of that is the, the definition of this word memorial. Whoa, a memento, right? abstractly recollection. So Yahweh is saying to Moses, the children of Israel are in captivity. He's going to use him to bring them out. And he's saying, say to them, right? Say to them, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent me unto you, and this is my name forever. So let's say, well, what was that name? Back up to verse 14, or actually up to 13, when Moses says, who shall I say sent me? What is your name? And God, Yahweh, said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. So let's look at that word, I am. All right? I am. Hayah. 
Haya. Haya. <laughs> ah, hey, yod, hey. Hey, yod, hey. That is haya, a primitive root to exist. That is to be or become, come to pass. Ooh, a beacon, accomplished, the breaker, to come to pass, to continue. A anything that we have need of, right? Anything that Yahweh is, everything we have need of, when we have need of it. He exists for all creation. The last podcast I said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He exists and becomes everything we have need of. And we had need of a savior. We had need of a deliverer. Just as Yahweh sent Moses to deliver the children of Israel, he sent Yeshua, his son, Jesus, as he's commonly known, to deliver us out of our bondages of slavery. Israel was sent into slavery because of their sin and idolatry. We are in slavery when we are in sin and idolatry. <clears throat> And we, humanity, all have need of a Savior. We have need of I Am to bring us out of captivity. Let's continue on in verse 19 of Exodus 3. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders. Whoa, what is that? Pala. <laughs> to distinguish things wonderful, things hidden, things of, to bring separation, things to bring marvel which I will do, he says, I will do in the midst thereof, and after that he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, ye shall not go empty. Woo! I love that. But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. Whoa! That's how Yahweh does things for us. That's how we're brought out of captivity with everything we have need of abundantly beyond all we can ask or think and even more that we can bless our sons and our daughters 
It's not just a consumerism on the individual, but it's a legacy. It's family. It's heritage. It's inheritance. Setting up memorials. And this is a memorial of Yahweh's delivering mighty hand of wonder for his people. Wow. Wow. Ha ha. Shekele boko. Murama keshekele boko rama. Now let's look at something in the New Testament. In the book of Acts. Oh my gosh. Chapter 10. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion, of the band called the Italian band. A devout man and one that feared God with all his house. He feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Whoa! Petitioned God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. Wow! Our prayers and our giving, our tithes, our offering, our trade, our leverage, our giving of our time, our food, our any help is a memorial before God. The Greek word is a record. A reminder. We build memorials before Yahweh. And he builds memorials before us in the earth. Wow, what an exchange. What a trading platform. Think about that. Everything we've ever given Every prayer we've ever prayed says thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. Everything we do in the kingdom here in the earth is building a memorial before our Father. Never um, grow weary in well-doing. Isn't that what the word says? For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. Trust that all that you've done in the kingdom, there is a memorial that stands before the Father that speaks of your prayers and your giving. All your prayers you've spoken and yes, I understand there are prayers that aren't answered. You know, sometimes it's uh, a blessing. Maybe, you know, I can't say all the time because I know there's heartaches and heartbreaks all over this planet. But remember, every human is given their own will 
as to how they will choose to walk in the earth, whether they will fulfill the scroll of a godly testament or choose another path. Whoa. So don't grow weary in well-doing, for you will reap if you faint not. Your memorials stand before the Father, testifying to him of your prayers and your giving. Wow, that speaks of volumes. It's a memorial. And now continuing with the story. And now send men to Joppa and call one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodged with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell you what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. And when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa on the morrow as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city. Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, and he became hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him and said, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again, and the second time what God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. This was done three times, and the vessel was received up again unto heaven. Now while Peter doubted in himself, what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, were lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, and one that fears God, and a good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Woo! Oh, the story goes on and it is magnificent and we will continue it in the next podcast. Shalom.